Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. You've got the home of the truth. Back to the bald face truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. Well, I've been uh, I've been talking about this pickleball dilemma that was going on in Lake Oswego, going on in a lot of suburban cities across the country. Neighbors do not like the sound of pickleball courts. City councils are holding meetings. People are talking about decibel levels. Uh, senior citizens are saying, hey, we're just trying to have some fun out here. Like, the, the, like today, the skateboarder of today is a senior citizen holding a pickleball paddle. That's the skateboarder of today. It used to be the skateboarders hanging out in the parking lots. Skater die, man. Get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. Now it's the pickleball players. I wrote about it today at johnconzano.com. Uh, we had a fierce discussion about it off the top of the show. Not everyone agreed that uh, the seniors are right. Uh, our next guest is the owner and operator of a company that is hoping to solve this problem. Rex, R-E-C-S. Uh, we are Rex.com is their, is their website. And uh, Kevin Richards from Rex is joining us now. Kevin, you know, you probably have heard this over and over and over again. This is a, an issue, but thank you for giving us some time. I appreciate your, uh, your reaching out, John. There's one difference between the, the, uh, the old pickleballers and the skateboarders, and that is a lot of these uh, grandma pickleballers would rough up those skate, skateboarders. I'm, I guarantee you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yep. Uh, give us an idea, because, you know, before we can get into the solution, let's talk about the problem. Some people who called in early in the show said, hey, you know, is it really that noisy? Is it that bad? Give us an idea, because you're around it all day long, uh, and you've heard it probably before you got into the business of owning a, a venue. How big of an issue is this with noise and court availability and all those uh, all those problems? Well, you could definitely, uh, you know, I'm biased, of course, but you could put put me firmly in the camp of, uh, you know, people like to have things to complain about. I hear this noise every day, all day, and it's always music to my ears, um, probably for a number of reasons, but I just have a hard time believing that it could be that upsetting. I, I frankly, I understand parking more as a complaint from neighbors of the park than noise, but um, to me it's just shocking because, Parks and Rec departments, their job is uh, to give people a place to recreate. And, uh, you know, whether it's George Rogers or Tanner Creek or any other municipality around the country, people are flocking to this thing that they love. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing, and it's incredible that it's being curtailed um, as much as it is. I'm just hoping that all these parks um, can respond with more courts because, yeah, in the short term, it might be a good thing for us to get more people through the doors. But I look at our market in Portland, and I say there's 2.4 million future pickleball players. They don't all know it yet, but if there are parks they can't play at to learn the game, 
there's not going to be as many many people playing. So uh, to me, it's a real dis- disappointment. Kevin Richards, uh, the owner of Rex, R-E-C-S, is with us. Um, let me ask you, you know, your introduction to this sport, how did you find it? Oh, man, we, we I grew up in Gladstone, and we first played a little bit in middle school. Um, it just kind of incubated around the Northwest, uh, having been invented on Bainbridge Island. All the PE teachers, and one of them, Steve Peronto, teaches at our club. He's in the Pickleball Hall of Fame. He brought it to uh, Hillsborough and Beaverton, where he taught. And it just spread through all the uh, all the PE teachers. So I was introduced then, then I played uh, at Willamette University, and then I was reintroduced about eight or nine years ago through Columbia River Pickleball Club. And I was like, oh, this is this is my jam. This is my kind of game. It's hard to take yourself too seriously, but you can still be athletic, have fun, and then you know maybe grab a beer with your buddies afterwards. Maybe you're listening to music while you play. It's, it's what inspired the name of our company, which is Recreate, Exercise, Compete, Socialize, which I think you've mentioned before. Um, it's, you know, there's a lot of other games and sports people are playing. They take ver- themselves very seriously, or their, their kids are playing sports. They've invested a lot of time and money. And I, I just love the hybrid sports that are much more about recreating and having fun. Kevin, Anna here. Um, I think one of the coolest things about pickleball is the wide age range. You know, you've got like five-year-olds up to 90-something-year-olds that are interested in the sport. But can is there any part of you, like, can you help us understand the neighbor complaints about noise? Like, are their complaints legitimate? Is this, you know, the kind of noise pollution that really would be disturbing to people that live near pickleball courts that are outside? I mean, I definitely think, Anna, that there are people that, um, you know, this bothers them. They go outside, they hear it all the time, and, and once you hear it, that's all they hear. And I just think we live in a country now where, you know, uh, <laughs> the city is afraid of people who are going to sue, and you only need one person to say, hey, look, you know, uh, are you ready for the lawsuit? And that scares enough people that they shut it down, and that's just the reality of the situation that we're in. I, I don't think there's probably that many neighbors that are upset about it but um you don't need that many to 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 shut something like this down and so you know it's up to the to the parks departments and the different cities to find parks where they can play all the while the paddle manufacturers try to be the first ones that come out with the paddles that are a little quieter i'm thinking about your business you you open your doors and you know, if somebody walks in now, it, there's a flurry of activity in the courts from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., 90% capacity, as I understand it. But what gave you the confidence that this was the right space for you to be in? Or what did you see? Or did you go in other markets and go, hey, this is going to hit our region? Or what were you thinking? Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people were not aware of it. I've been watching this blow up over the last eight years. And it, you know, had all the, the hallmarks of being a viral movement. And uh, so it was just a matter of who was going to be first to do this in Portland. And uh, we had an incredible team. I, had an, I have an incredible team around me. We were lucky enough to find uh, the building in Clackamas that used to be indoor soccer. And the owner, you know, just having gone through the pandemic, he just really was kind of done with that. And we were able to strike a deal. And I was ready to take the gamble. I mean, I uh, had done other things in my life where I helped other people figure out their dreams, realize their dreams, and uh, I had a dream, and I realized, you know, 
I'm not getting any younger. No time like the present. And I convinced a lot of other people to take a bet on me and our team. And uh, we've checked all the boxes that we needed to check to know that uh, we're doing the right thing. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're bullish on the future of pickleball. I still think it's in the early days of adoption. I really do. What does it mean to you when you see people of all ages, and particularly, you know, the 50 and 60-plus crowd that show up in droves to play? And then it's not just the playing, but it's like your venue has an area to socialize and even, like, you know, have a drink after the game. Um, what does that mean to you personally? I mean, Anna, I'm so glad you asked that because, you know, a lot of this is about recreating and exercise and it can be a, you know if you're looking for transactional experience i just want to come play pickleball hey great we've got the place for you but you know the club aspect i, I look at you know people who put stickers on their cars saying hey this is a brand i want the world to know that uh i support this brand you know i believe that and and very much believe that we can build a tribe of people who their lives are better i get emails and calls from members all the time that say this that say like hey I can't get enough of this place. I can't get enough of this experience. Thank you so much for building this. And they're healthier than they've ever been in every sense of the word. So it's good for their personal health. It's good for community health. We don't talk politics in our club. That's one thing that I absolutely love about it. It really, um, you know, it really is different than I think a lot of other, um, a lot of other uh, movements that are out there is that this one is devoid of politics. And, um, yeah, I call it the playground for kids of every age. Like, you know, the, 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 whether you're 80 in your 80s or 90s or you're 8, you always feel like a kid when you're playing at our club. And uh, people walk in with smiling and they leave with an even bigger smile on their face. It makes me so happy. Yeah, look, I think you're in it for the right reasons. Again, we're talking to Kevin Richards, who owns and operates a pickleball and uh, other sport uh, facility called Rex. R-E-C-S uh, is the, the name of the business. It stands for Recreate, Exercise, Compete, and Socialize. We are Rex.com is the website. Um, you, uh, you're now going to see people who have been kicked off some of the suburban courts who are probably already knocking on your door. What has that been like for you? What have you noticed? What have I noticed? Um, I mean, everyone who comes through the door pretty much is like, hey, did you hear about George Rogers Park? And um, yeah, you know, we, we do see an uptick in, in foot traffic, um, but we get a lot of people that are just, hey, I've been driving by this building, I've been curious, I want to poke my head in. Um, you know, if we had nine more courts, I bet you we could keep those busy right now. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I love that people are coming through, um, but, um, you know, we need the parks. We, we need the parks, and we... Even the competitors, you know, this is the new gold rush, right? Like everyone's like, oh, I'm going to put in some pickleball courts. There's a lot of Johnny come lately, but, um, you know, we need those courts. We need more courts because this is a good thing. More and more people should be playing pickleball and games and sports like it because it does bring people together, allows them to recreate and have fun and laugh. Humans are, are you know, we love to play like any other, you know, we, we just love to play, right, as a species, and this gives people a safe way to do it. Is there a practical solution for cities that are trying to mitigate these uh, 
neighbor issues. I mean, the sound barriers, they've talked about creating domes. I know Lake Oswego even like put out a study and had a contractor look at the decibel levels and all that. Is there a solution for the outdoor alternative? I mean, you know, any city that has a park where there are not homes immediately next to it, they should immediately be looking at how to, uh, you know, how to put courts in there. Um, you know, a place in Reno just opened up with 130 courts. This is the this is going to be happening more and more, not just in the U.S. but globally. There's going to be courts all over the place. So right now, you know, uh, municipalities are wrestling with the the legality of this and and um, people who want to be litigious about it. It's not going to go away. You might mitigate it here and there. They just need to figure out where do they have space to put in more courts. Um, Public-private partnerships, I think, are going to become much more common. Um, you know, the, the, we are, I just think, really, um, this is the tip of the iceberg. This is going to be the wave of the future. Yeah, and I'm looking around the country, and it seems like uh, they're having the same kinds of problems everywhere. And uh, people who are living next to parks are going, hey, this isn't the same park that I moved in with. These senior citizens are out here keeping me up all hours of the day. Uh, and I, I think you guys have presented a strong solution. Kevin, when we were talking about this early in the show, we had somebody call in and said, hey, I'm building a pickleball facility. Uh, you know, since I posted my column this morning, I had another guy reach out and say, hey, I'm building one as well. These things are going to pop up. You've got some competition coming. How does Rex stay in front of the curve? I think everything we're doing right now, you know, I mean, we're building uh, loyal customers and, and, you know, I'll never resent people going to play at other places and trying it out. Um, you know, you should never be afraid of competition if you know that what you're doing is you're doing a good job at it. And I, I believe we are doing a good job. Uh, again, like whether it's parks or other private facilities, we always knew there'd be competitors. I just see that as an opportunity for more people to find the game, play the game, fall in love with it. Um, we do some other stuff as well. We do a little bit of soccer tennis. Um, we'll do um, a little bit of, you know, tech ball, some soccer adjacent stuff, kids camps in the summer. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we're doing that fits the whole RECS experience. But pickleball, you know, 99.9% .9 of our activity right now is pickleball because people are just so desperate to get on the courts. In the summertime, you know, we have indoor courts, and so – um, you know, we'll stay fairly busy this summer, but I think it's going to be more the kids' camp stuff that keeps us busy. I mean, I, I take my hat off to anyone else that can build. Starting a business and running a successful business is not easy. I've been doing this for a year now. Thank God I've, I have a very supportive community and an incredible team of advisors that's helping with this. Our staff is amazing. Um, and if you're not in it for the right reasons and if you're not a, a benevolent uh you know, business owner, then it's going to backfire on you, I believe. And I just, I think we've been, uh, you know, lucky in doing this the right way. So I, I, I'm happy to see other people getting into the space and, and giving it a go. I think it's a good thing for the sport overall. Look, I, I appreciate you giving us your time, Kevin. Uh, keep up the fight. I'll check in with you later. Thanks so much, John and Anna. Thank you. There he is. We are Rex, R-E-C-S dot com. Uh, you've been inside the facility. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Is it buzzing? I don't, I, you know, I haven't been inside. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about like three o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. The place is packed. Packed. And our kids like it? 
kids, Our kids love are taking it. a lesson they're or something. taking lessons there mm. and uh they love it that's the thing to me is unique about this sport i mean i guess you can compare it to golf but that's more of a solo sport um but it's the fact that you know it can appeal to such a broad age range and that's why this thing's got legs there it is leave it here you got the bft Back to the bald face truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. I had a lot of fun yesterday uh, on the remote broadcast. It was nice to see people. Sometimes I told a bunch of people who came to the broadcast, sometimes I get in the studio, I get hunkered down, I get focused on what I'm doing. And it's not unlike the writing that I'm doing. I'm kind of in my own headspace and such. And it was nice to see human beings who were walking up to the broadcast booth and saying, hey, fist bump, I'm a school teacher. I listen to the show. Hey, fist bump. Hey, remember when you said that on air? And I was like, man, you really listen. And it was just nice to see human beings, Anna. Be out in the world. I was in the world. I was in the wild for a little bit. <laughs> um, I like that. I like getting out in uh, – Seeing, uh, seeing folks, so to speak. Which reminds me, Stephen, how did you do on your bets? Uh, so the parlays lose because parlays are just sucker bets. But you know they're just for fun. Um, I did have four bets though, straight up, and I won three of them. So three and one, not bad. Nice. Thank you. How, your overall haul, did you end up ahead or even or? Uh, ahead, definitely. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Anna and I walked around Spirit Mountain. I uh, I dropped a twenty dollar bill. Anna says, hey, I need to use the restroom. I drop a $20 bill into this machine, and, I, and, and something happened that never happens to me. It uh, hit a jackpot, like, almost immediately. And then I just sat there because I was looking around going, did anybody else see this? And also, I didn't know how, how much I won because I was playing like a two – it was a two-cent machine. So confusing. And <laughs> so I was looking around. I, I was like, did I just win a million dollars? Or did I win $4? Or I don't know. And so I just kind of sat there and I waited till Anna came up. And I still didn't know. And I said, I'm going to cash out right now. I have no idea what I won. But this looked pretty impressive, what I did. And it was $262.20. Bingo. And I did what I also never do. I cashed out and walked away. That's because you were with me. Yeah, I'm like, come on. We're getting to go right and, now. And I was like, we're ahead. If I, if I was there, I would have just been like, hey, let's play more. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let it ride. Going. Oh, you have no idea. I'm walking with that. That ticket they give you when you cash out you're going to cash it out and i'm going how about i just put a hundred in this machine she's going nope how about, <laughs> how about i just do a hundred on that it's hey we're ahead but uh i walked out of there with 262 20. it was the lucky fortune machine by the restroom for anyone yeah. that wants to go to spirit Mountain yeah try thank, their luck thank goodness you had to go to the bathroom <laughs> i'm the real winner i want you to leave it here the five at five is coming up next we interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.